So, we have talked about how sleep affects your suicidal thoughts, what your circadian rhythm is, and proven facts about how much sleep a teen needs. Next week, we will be looking deeper into how sleep affects how everything runs and what we can do to help teens like me get better sleep. Now, I have a challenge for all of you. Before the next podcast comes out, I want everyone to time how much sleep they get in a week. This is not a competition on who gets more sleep. I just thought it would be interesting to see the differences. Remember, set a stopwatch every night, add all the numbers up on the fifth day, and tell me what your results were. I hope you all have an awesome day. Peace. Some symptoms like constant yawning or droopy eyes are easily recognized in a child, but others aren't as obvious. Here are some signs that your child is not getting enough sleep. He or she has extreme difficulty waking up in the morning, is chronically late for school, experiences mood swings, has trouble concentrating, feels unmotivated, acts irritable in the early afternoon, falls asleep easily during the day, has academic troubles, sleeps for longer periods of time on the weekend, is hyperactive or aggressive, acts nervous, consumes excessive amounts of caffeine, or uses drugs. Young people who sleep less than six hours a night are at an even greater risk of depression. Their odds are eight times higher than the people who are better sleepers. Most teens need far more sleep than they're getting, 8 to 10 hours a night, but most back up to 7.5 hours a night. Your circadian rhythm is your internal body clock, which is important to set up a sleep schedule and try to stick to it, even on weekends. Developing brains are very sensitive to insufficient sleep. A week-long study in Singapore showed that a student only given 5 hours of sleep per night shown significant deficiencies. They had trouble with brain functions, alertness, and mood. Poor sleep in children has been linked to behavior problems, obesity, high-risk activities, and other serious issues. The scary part about bad sleep is each hour of sleep loss was associated with 38% increase in feelings of sadness and hopelessness among teens, 23% increase in substance abuse, increase in actual suicide attempts, and 42% suicidal thoughts. Your circadian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm is your internal clock. It decides when you go to bed based on when you woke up. But when you throw school plus homework in the mix, it's a whole different ballgame. For teenagers, there's a schedule. Wake up, go to school, for seven hours, come home, do more work that lasts about two hours, and then go back to bed. You see, this schedule is really bad for the teenager's circadian rhythm because it throws off everything. For example, you wake up Friday morning at 9 o'clock a.m., you do school and homework, then you go and do your own thing, then you go to bed. Your next day, is Saturday and you sleep in till 11 a.m., causing your inner clock to get confused between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., which messes up your sleep schedule, making it harder to get up in the morning. 
So, we have talked about how sleep can affect your suicidal thoughts, what your circadian rhythm is, and proven facts about how much sleep an average teenager needs. Now, I have a challenge for you. Before the next podcast comes out, I want everyone to time how much sleep they can get in a week. This is not a competition on who gets more sleep, but just a thought it would be interesting to see the differences. But there's a twist. On the last night, you must put your phone away an hour before you go to bed. This will help you to see if being on your phone before falling asleep affects your mood, thoughts, and sleep schedule. Remember to set a stopwatch every night and add all your numbers up on the fifth day. And don't forget the twist on the last night. Next week, we will be looking deeper into how sleep can affect how everything runs and what we can do to help teens like me get better sleep. I hope you all have a fabulous day. Peace.